Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Jet Black Extreme, and we are back at it again with another episode of the Zone Podcast. With me today, we got Cookie Gatsu. How are you doing today, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. It's now, what's today, Thursday? It's a pretty good Thursday so far for me. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And also with me today, we have Talos Gundam. How are you doing today, sir? What's goody, 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 folks? This is the Friendly Neighborhood Admin. Uh, Please, real quick, 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 shameless plug. Well, not really shameless, but uh, anyway, you know, um, hey, please go check out MechaZone, y'all. I'm, I'm getting lonely over there. I don't like just sitting over there looking at things and feeling like my vast empire is nothing. Okay, come talk to me. Talk to me about some Mecha. Like, I love Mecha anime. Don't, don't leave me hanging. But for real though, please come visit us. Like, we're a good group of people. We just like show out. Come, come visit us. Hey. Hey, listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, listening, listen. If you're anticipating Gundam Evolution, there is no excuse to not check out the Megazone because we're definitely going to be talking about that. This is true, definitely. Like, yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to play that game. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way. <laughs> <laughs> but let's keep Mobile Suit Gundam for another review. Today, mm -hmm. we're going to continue the Kingdom Hearts Extreme Review, and this time we're going to jam Kingdom Hearts Coded, well, Kingdom Hearts Coded and Recoded, because it's pretty much the same thing, except Recoded was on uh, 3DS, and then eventually got ported over to 2.5, and also 3.5.8 over two days, or by two days, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but without exactly. further ado, let's go ahead and zone in on it. Now... I'm going to go ahead and start with Coded because to me, that's the weaker of the two topics that I want to talk about. Uh, Coded essentially is with Jiminy Cricket. He was organizing the journals of uh, Sora's journeys, and he finds a writing that he did not remember putting in the book where we must return to free them from their torment, uh, which is rewritten as their hurting will be mended when you return to end it and recode it. So essentially, King Mickey digitized the contents of the journal to investigate the message to find out that the data scape in there has been corrupted by Bug Heartless, and they take form these red and black blocks and Heartless and all that shit. So Mickey pretty much takes a page from Vexen's book and makes like a data version of Sora to guide them through the data scape multiple worlds, debugging the journal and whatnot. So it's pretty much the same uh, feel from the Kingdom Hearts review games from before, except, you know, this time there's a different motive behind all of it. Uh, starting with Kogiyasu, how do you feel about Coded, Recoded in general? It was the most confusing game out of me for the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly... <laughs> I sat here and I was like, wait a minute. Because, look, I understand the fact that, yes, after this situation of Chain of Memories and then at the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2, Jiminy Cricket, you know, we find out that he has this code inside the journal that says, thank nominee. And the people who, you know, like me, was a fan who, like, you know, beat Chain of Memories and stuff, we thinking, oh, okay, it might have something to do with that. No. <laughs> no. no. It no, does. No, 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 no. But, no, there's, there's a whole nother plot twist. I swear to God, I feel like Hio Kojima is like secretly helping writing all the stories for <laughs> Kingdom Hearts when it came to this point. Bro, I was, I like, was thinking M. Night Shyamalan with all these twists. Dude, yes. Like, bro, I was like, I'm I'm just confused now. At this point, I don't even know what the hell I'm playing. When I played Recoded, I had no idea what the hell I was playing. I was like, I don't know. Like, in all honesty, I was so confused at the story. It wasn't until like 2.8, what was it, yeah, 2.5 that came out, that I finally actually understood what the hell the story was saying. <laughs> right, right. Because that's just the thing with Kingdom Hearts is like, when you're playing them by themselves, especially with the time gap between games, it's like, what the hell is going on? But it's kind of like an anime or uh, any other TV show to where you binge watch it at once and then you're just like, okay, things are starting to piece together because once you uh, play it all at once and then you're just like okay okay it didn't make sense to me before but now it, it kind of makes sense now <laughs> but go ahead no, i was just like it went from this is a prequel to this is a sequel to this is both i'm like what the hell am i <laughs> you know what i don't know i don't know 
Like maybe this Yo, Zellos, uh, you got any? <clears throat> hey, hmm, hmm, first off, first off, I want to say completely, this is where I am not a fan of Kingdom Hearts at this current moment in time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Reason being is because this this one right here, along with 358 over two, I, mm, I literally was like, "Why, Jesus? Why? <laughs> what? What was the? I understand you telling the story, but." What was the point of these games? Really? What was the point of these games? Have we gotten back to them? No, we have not. We really have. It's like you basically took the game, went back into a time skip. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Went, went off into an alternate universe and just literally said, hey, this is the alternate universe is the only place where these matter. That was <laughs> it. Like, no one can literally depict for me where Kingdom Hearts 3 showed where it recoded was necessary. It wasn't. I think, I think the only purpose that recoded would have even served is the fact that, I guess, in the explanation, because I guess because, you know, we're going to get into it for like three, five, eight days over two. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it in Chain of Memories is the fact that it, Recoded and coded like it happened because of the fact that Nominee used her ability and broke apart Sora's memories. And as we all as we know, when you break apart Sora's memories, because he's literally connected to every fucking body, when you break apart his memories, you started fragmenting everybody else's memories too. And then when they tried to piece it back together again in order to help bring Sora back together, beginning Kingdom Hearts two it wound up causing some glitches and some problems that was happening that if it wasn't taken care of, I mean, this is just kind of assumption in this case, if it wasn't taken care of, would it become a problem later on or some shit? <clears throat> That's the I only thing. Ra- I would rather it been a problem later on. That way it tied in somewhere, but it literally, to me, didn't tie in anywhere. Like, okay, I understand Chain of Memories. I understand, you know, a little bit of 358 over 2. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get it. I get it. Just a tad bit. They're there. All right. Woo! Great. <laughs> but recoded? Yeah. Nah. Recoded was confusing All as right. hell. <laughs> All right, uh, let me give the ladies and gentlemen a little bit more context of what coded is about because I know we want to get to three by eight over two days, but uh, let me just give some context. So, we already know that essentially Data Sword goes into this landscape in order to debug the journal and, um, you know, inc- decrypt this uh, whole message that they're hurting would be mended if you return to India, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so while this happens, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Jiminy are imported into the landscape by an avatar to help Sora um, debug the journal. But at the same time, Pete and Maleficent also enter the datascape in order to dominate that world, of course. But it's like it's a data world, so it's like, would it be? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, after Sora had made significant progress in this mission, Maleficent ends up destroying his Keyblade and kidnaps Riku, but the gang continues to the datascape in order to have Sora regain his ability to get the Keyblade. Now, by then, on top of Hollow Bastion, you find Pete trying to infect Riku's code with bugs and force him to fight Sora. And with no other choice, Sora has to debug Riku from inside which caused everything in the datascape to reset, including Sora's own memories. Like what Kokiyasu said, like once you fuck around with Sora's memories, that's fuck around with everyone's memories. But um, also, I, I want to... I want to mention something really quick, because this is something that was very important to the story, but like I said, I did not get until like 2.5. Data Riku mm-hmm. is the journal come to life in a sense. Yes. Yes. That, that right there made no <laughs> damn sense what's so fucking <laughs> oh look hey it's the journal the journal decides it wants to be Riku this time so that way everybody knows what's going on 
and we this right here was straight <laughs> trash. I'm sorry. All right, look, no offense, nobody. Real, real quick, real, real quick, because we've given the synopsis kind of, but I, I got, I got to hit this really, really quick. For those of <laughs> us that are really, really big Kingdom Hearts fans, I know a lot of us, I know a lot of y'all are gonna be out there like. Oh, but it was necessary. It was there. It was supposed to be for this, this, and this, or this, that, and that. I do want y'all to remember and realize that literally, literally, Union Cross, Kingdom Hearts, Union Key, Union Cross, literally made this obsolete. It was not necessary. It wasn't necessary because once it put us into the game, it told the rest of the story that was really, really necessary. We didn't need the whole... Oh, we got to go back and figure out why nominate fractured this. No, no, <laughs> no. The whole that li we literally wrote out this whole part. Like it's there. Yes. But basically, it might as well have been alternate reality stuff. It. It no longer mattered now, no. unless they make it where it's going to matter in KH4. Honestly, currently at the moment, it didn't matter. It, <laughs> it, it, it didn't matter. It really didn't. It was just, hey, here's some filler. Bruh, I'm talking so. about like the, <laughs> the doggone journal took the form of Riku for like the first half of the game. Then the second half of the game went back to being a hidden cloaked figure again, then turned into Data Roxas. Then you have to fight Data Roxas. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm tired of this right here. Just, just so pick and choose somebody to be real quick. That's all. <laughs> I, I have. I feel now, hold on. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So now, go hold ahead. on. Like, I was gonna make a joke slash reference. Um, right after that, but uh, y'all brought a good point about uh, data boxes and all that shit. Like me personally, I, I'm glad y'all said it. Like when I was on um, reviewing, like. Trying to look over code, I was like, "Bro, how the fuck did this fit in the grand scheme of things?" Bro, <laughs> but but here's the thing: what's funny that part when Sora has to debug Riku, like, mm -hmm. bro, like, okay, shout out to Only Black Mage on YouTube because while I was doing my research, uh, he made a point that kind of makes sense to me. Like, uh, not to say that oh, it was definitely related, but the coincidence is very uncanny. Never forget that Kingdom Hearts Coded, well, no, not Coded, Recoded, was released three months after Inception. This is and true. pretty much, yeah, so the fact that you have to dive even deeper into the journal just to debug the journal just sounds like something straight out of Inception. I was like, the funniest part is Inception was, came out three months before the game. <laughs> It was July uh, of 2010, and then Recode came out in October 2010. So take yeah. take that in. It was just it was just insane, bro. It was insane. This whole story was just insane in itself. Because then the bad part about it is you wind up having Data Sore deciding is like, oh, I got um, I don't have any recollection. I have like he's right before he loses his memory and shit. And he's like, oh, I need to save Pete and I need to save um, Maleficent from me, from the heartless me. And I'm like, why? Fuck <laughs> them. You're in this shit. They bro, they're trying to take over the dance game. Fuck them. What are you doing? Like, okay. I, I get Sora's being sore, but, bro, bro, come on. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. I, so I'm be, I know we said here, but I definitely want to make mention of this. Before we did this review, like I had completely forgot recoded story. Not completely, but I forgot about it. I, I remembered some of it. Went back and reread it. Went back and I was like, damn, I just need a review or a refresher on this thing. Went back to refresh. I'm like, I see why I forgot. <laughs> I see. I suppress this shit. <laughs> like we, like we kept saying that. Coded honestly does not fit in the grand scheme of things, but I can't deny that there were some things about it that was noteworthy, like some of the um, plot lines. Like, okay, let me go a little further. Now that the journal has been debugged, Riku uh, uncovers this extra data that contains the secret to the journal's message, and then Mickey guides the reset sword to an 
extra world based on Castle Oblivion, where he is tested by a virtual Roxas. Lovely. To endure the pain of having forgotten his friends. So Sora eventually defeats Roxas, allowed access to the deepest portion of the data. He and Mickey encounter a virtual nominee who reveals the real nominee was the one who left the message after discovering a set of memories relating to the people tied to the real source heart. Herself, Roxas, Axel, Shion, Terra, Aqua, Ventus, so many people while restoring his lost memories. Then the bugs are revealed to have been an unintentional side effect of her message. So, yes, nominate's kind of to blame for this shit. <laughs> so, before disappearing, nominate explains that it is the real Sora's duty to save these people. Ugh, it's kind of that rule utilitarian type shit. <laughs> and then Mickey relays the message that the real Sora through the uh, bottled letter shown at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Now, there is a secret ending exclusive to Recode It, where Mickey and Yen Sid discovers the location of Terra Aqua and Ventus, and during that conversation, Yen Sid reveals that the destruction of Xehanort's Heartless and Nobody will eventually bring out the return of Master Xehanort. And to prevent that, Yen Sid orders Mickey to bring Sora Rika to him, intending to examine them for their mark of mastery because, you know, they have to uh, be prepared to fight Master Xehanort, even though Sora wasn't even meant to have a keyblade, but Riku does. So, yeah, take that in. I'm done with coding. Look, I'm going to be honest on this. The bad part about it is, is that literally in 3Ds, when we get to that review, literally restated that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly, which is why literally a pointless. Which is why literally I was like, okay, this was a pointless moment <laughs> of epic rap battles of history. This, this was a pointless. This was a pointless moment. Like you literally have another whole game that Restated didn't didn't everything. even go through this whole entire long process, but literally restated their whole secret ending. You didn't even if you really wanted to know the secret ending, you didn't even have to beat the game. They made it where you didn't even have to play the game. All you had to do was go get 3Ds. And, oh, there it is. There's your secret ending. You know what's funny about all this? It's like they pulled a reverse chain of memories on us to where, with chain of memories, if you already played Kingdom Hearts 1, you pretty much already know what's going on with chain of memories, except a few more details. But Mm -hmm. with Cody, it's like after you play 358 over two days, it's like, what was the point of us playing coded if they were just gonna recap everything in this game? Exactly. But see, because here's the thing about it, man. Like, so the only time, the way you can only defend as far as about um, Chain of Memories is the fact that how they kept recapping that. You know, Castle Oblivion, you find out, is actually the original castle that, you know, Ventus, Aqua, and Terra wound up training on the Master Ericles. So, okay, there's some details into there that you can go back to. We were first introduced to the organization. You know, we okay, we got some information to that one. Recoded. <clears throat> There's no backtrack here. <clears throat> There's nothing to backtrack. You left the data world. Guess what? The next time you go to the datascape, you don't need to go to the datascape again. You solve the datascape in Tron's world. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 There you go. <laughs> like there was no real point here. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm sorry. Look, I'm, so the crazy thing about it is this, is that in one of the Kingdom Hearts groups that I'm in, somebody um, just asked a question, said, when did you fall in love with Kingdom Hearts? Okay. And there was a person that specific, that was honest. It was like, you know, first, I had never even heard of the game, never played it, whatever. And then my friend told me about Recoded. And I went and played it. And it seemed pretty interesting. And I had to feel bad. Because I, I really almost wanted to say, I was like, dang. I said, I'm glad you got hooked on to the but you got hooked on with the most pointless <laughs> out of the entire franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the most pointless one. There could have been multiple other games I should have hooked you. Why did you freak? Why did he not mention to you Kingdom Hearts 2? That should have been the one that got you. <laughs> I would understood Kingdom Hearts 2 out of all, like, okay. You're like, oh, I feel in love after Recoded. Why not after Kingdom Hearts 2? This is the one you're supposed to be. Hey, you need to play Recoded. No, I would never. 
Never. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend too. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> like, bro, I would rather I would rather <laughs> shove 2.5 in your face than you give you code. Now, granted, it does speak wonders about the series of the fact that the that as we agree, the trashiest game of the series can still hook people. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change the fact that it's still the trashiest game in the series. Man, I'm sorry. Look, now I want to just I'm gonna, don't want to talk about this long onto this, but I want to talk about the fighting system into it. The fighting mm-hmm. system, the mm-hmm. fighting system seemed interesting at first, but I'm gonna be honest. To me, it got boring real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that command deck. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> I was. I thought Chain of Memories was bad for a moment. I mean, no. See that. That's the reason why. Like on the list. Remember, we had rated what was our favorite games, and to me, Code it was on the absolute absolute bottom. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. In the words, in the words of of, of, of uh TikTok uh TikTok sound. <laughs> I don't think there's. I know what's wrong with it. <laughs> Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> that's literally how that worked. It worked literally where it was like, hey, you know what? You're going to run through cars, run through cars, run through cars, run through cars, run through cars. Here you go. You can make a combo with some of those. Here you go. You can make an even longer combo with some of those. Here's some magic for you. After that, if it after that, if you run through it about three times, the deck is out. You don't have nothing to shuffle until it resets itself that part <laughs> that battle system that is all <laughs> that was garbage <laughs> it's like yo <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> why <laughs> why <laughs> I, think, I think it was like after this game came out I remember um, actually yeah like Jet Black I remember you know, our friend Aaron Ooh. yeah it wasn't long after the play's game. He was, he was like, hey, you remember Final Fantasy Tactics? I said, I need a good game to go back and play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just take a break. I never thought I would say, I'm like, I'm going to take a break from Kingdom Hearts for just, just a moment. <laughs> just a moment. Y'all make me very glad I skipped over Cody. <laughs> look, Final, look, look, I'm going to tell you something. Final Fantasy Tactics had a better battle system. And a lot of people complain about Final Fantasy Tactics because of certain parts, when you got to the red chocobos of death, the battle system sucked because it just seemed like you couldn't hit them. It seemed mm-hmm. like it didn't do enough. But this battle system, if you ever tell me you loved the battle system, I recode it. I know you are a psycho and you need a straitjacket. There is <laughs> no possible way. That you love the battle system, this battle system over any of the other battle systems that have come <laughs> along in Kingdom Hearts. Not at all. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no <laughs> way, boy. I, oh, that's why I said no, there is no reason. Interesting. <laughs> at first, I was like, oh, this seems interesting. It seems like back to chain of memories. How do you take <laughs> something and make it worse? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> that part. <laughs> Damn, that part, what did you do? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. I think we trashed on this game enough. You already be ashamed so, yourself. You already be ashamed so, yourself. How old you is? So as we understood, it was supposed to have a very key role in the story. Supposed to. It was supposed to help be the great lead up until Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. It was supposed to be the great lead up to, to further that. Into Kingdom Hearts mm. 3. Venom for that game. But did it? No. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> nope. So, so sorry. But to be honest, Square Enix, this one, this one was a flop, bro. This one was a flop. Honestly, I still felt like it could have been left out in 2.5, too. <laughs> we didn't I mean that. <laughs> Wasn't really needed, just it could have. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I was like, I hey, really you want to answer information? I mean, eat cake, but <laughs> yeah. I can live without it, though. Yeah, we can. We can. It was not worth the money. It's not worth the money at all. Feel bad for it everybody would. who paid for it. it See, I bought it off a friend. I feel bad that he paid for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I I only knew about Coded like initially because I had I bought two point five and you know it got Kingdom Hearts uh, two um three five eight two days so it was almost like okay well it's like a little extra on to it but I was like y'all making me realize I didn't buy the game by itself no no I mean so look every there's always one game that wasn't worth it there's always one it happens. Yes, this one was it for the Kingdom Hearts franchise. This, mm-hmm. was, this was one that we can agree on. This was no. This this was not it. This was not the one you needed to spend money on. If this was your introduction to the Kingdom Hearts game, hey, if it got you hooked, awesome. But some people was like, so this is Kingdom Hearts? No, no, this is not Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. I should do. Yeah. It's like that one meme to where okay, you have the iceberg and the surface that's coded, and then underneath the surface, that's the rest of Kingdom Hearts. And that that's that's where that's where the drop the line was drawn. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we trashed on this enough. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. All right. Three five eight days over two for the literate people that need to have it correct. <laughs> you know that. You know who. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to talk about this game. And fair warning to the ladies and gentlemen listening to this um, review. Let me just go ahead and say buckle up because we're going on a field trip. So brace yourself for their emotional damage. Bro, bro, I cried. Bro, like the, the scene with Sheon, like when, when Roxas beat Sheon, I was like, bro, that almost broke me. And I, I played this game twice. I, I cried so hard. I did not want to fight Sheon. I was like, there's got to be a whole nother way to do this. I want you to Bruh, know something. Like, I want y'all to know something. Real quick. Literally. Li- literally. If I had not fought Anybody else beforehand, but I had not played against any of the uh of the organization beforehand, I would have felt sorry for all of them. Like it, it, that game literally will make you feel sorry for all of them. But if you fought Marluxia before in Chain of Memories, and if you went at these people in Kingdom Hearts two and two point five, you don't feel sorry. You don't feel sorry for them. You say fuck them kids. <laughs> no, I, want you, I, want you, I want you to know that like literally organization 13 I felt sorry for each and every one of them as a nobody Yes, because I knew what they went through I knew where their heart lied I knew what was with them but honestly to be truthful no no fuck them kids what do you mean where the heart lies? They're, they're nobodies. They have no heart. What are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. You know what I mean. You just say it. It's like, fuck them kids. All right? Just like, be, a, be a straight up. Be a straight up with it. Fuck them kids. Because yes. I'm... Mm, look. Hey, 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 hey. Let me just put it to y'all like this. If y'all know how Assassination Classroom ended, if you know, you know. You That right there. If you know, you know. Like, it, it, it's it's... Literally for me, it's just simply put, fuck them kids. <laughs> Shion, Shion, Rockless, Axel. Yes, I know, I know. It hurts your heart to see this story. It hurts your heart. It hurts your heart to see this story and then to learn about them. It hurts your heart. But at the same time, at the same time with these battle systems, nope. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> I'll put it this way. And I'm, just, just gonna go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and say this specifically. After you beat the game, the best part, like I said, is necessary. You don't want to. But after you beat Xion and you get Xion's Keyblade and you unlock dual wield Roxas, it does not matter who your opponent is, who you go up against. <laughs> this is probably the most epic fighter. It personally, to me, of all the Kingdom Hearts franchise, I would even say better than Riku. In fact, he beat Riku. Riku <laughs> had to level himself up to come back and beat Roxas because Roxas wiped the flow with that ass. <laughs> Hold on, let me um, bring on my inner gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> Roxas my inner anthem. 
<laughs> no, uh, Riku. Yeah, look, like yeah. <laughs> I am not a power scaler, so I understand that he want to put it logically. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all and let y'all know up front. If I'm gonna put everybody in a one, if I'm gonna put these people in a one-on-one fight, Roxas can solo everybody in yes. Organization Thirteen. Yes, Roxas I mean, can yeah. solo Master Xehanort, and I want y'all to understand me clearly. I want y'all to understand me clearly as why I say this. This man has the ability, has the ability to give no fucks. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Now, we all think about it. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Never forget that Roxas <laughs> is the nobody of Sora. We already know and how broken Ventus. Sora is. And Ventus. Yeah, and Ventus. And Ventus. Yeah, so he's like, y'all already know how broken those two guys are. Then you take Roxas, that's literally Sora and Ventus, but literally don't give a fuck about your feelings. Look, that point. Look, look, the thing about it is specifically when it comes down for Roxas, dual wheel Roxas, when he pulls out two Keyblades, this is the one where he says, I'm going to whoop your ass. I remember even, no, I'm going to go ahead and just miss, we're going to get to it to review Kingdom Hearts 3 anyway. But remember when Dude came back in Kingdom Hearts 3, they brought him back, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Dude shows up with Oath Keeper and Oblivion, and he starts annihilating shit. And then mm-hmm. the other Keyblade Masters is like, who is this person? He can't mm-hmm. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Prepare to be it, wrong. It was it was immediate mad respect for this dude because he came in and was wiping niggas left and right. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, who is this? <laughs> this is like exactly craziest thing about it is Roxas exudes main character energy, bro. <laughs> but you put him on the back burner. He's that one that's like, this is supposed to be the main character. But for story purposes, they had to put this person's main character because if you put him as main character, we wouldn't have no villain. <laughs> nah. No, nah, hold on. No. Nah. Let me nah. let me I'm gonna put it to you even in this format. Put you even in this format. And this is how busted people were thinking of Roxas. As you know, Kingdom Hearts basically is supposed to be quote unquote the purgatory for all of Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. Literally, it's where Final Fantasy go. Like when they die, and literally you get that game over screen before you hit continue. It's basically where they go. It is like that. I'm gonna be real with y'all. <laughs> it was theorized that basically Roxas is what Sephiroth would be if he actually was birthed. You know. Like and had a childhood, childhood, like not you know, not going through all of that nonsense that he went through, but like hella child that that's self. That's a young sephiroth people. Exactly. <laughs> that man don't play. <laughs> the, the bad part about it is is that one so one of the craziest things about Roxas is this. And um for those who, who have actually even played not just remind, but I can mention now because it's three, five, eight days over two as well, also. So when you fight against dual wheel Roxas, 3582 Days had a moment where you could actually play against other players. And it was considered a cheat if you played with dual wielding Roxas because he would annihilate people's blocks. I'm talking about like the last part we talked about Larcine and her dying through Reflega. Roxas would take two Keyblades and just start wailing on motherfuckers like it was nothing. You're like, oh, I'm blocking. I'm going to beat your shield till it's gone. That's what I'm going to do. And then take into account, too, one of the craziest things about it, and I think I theorize it might be because of the fact that he's the nobody of two, in a sense, strong, very strong Keyblade wielders <clears throat> that allows him to have this immense tie-in to light magic. Because... Literally, even if he doesn't call forth a magic attack, just swiping his keyblade once at full strength, if he chooses to, will send a pillar of light. So even if he doesn't hit you with the keyblade, you got this giant beam of light shooting towards your face. And keep in mind, he has two blades. 
So he's just swipe, 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 dies, die. Oh my God. I'm getting what are these? <laughs> what are these giant Only pillars attached to me? you all? But do not fear, for it's through death that a new spirit energy is born. Soon you will live again as a part of me. Now that's something Sephiroth says, but just imagine Ross is being that cold. He's the he's the embodiment of that phrase. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put it to y'all like this, and like I said, I'm gonna let everybody go on, but I'm gonna put it to y'all like this: if Roxas was a, I, I, how would I put this? If Roxas was a heroic spirit, <laughs> this man would literally. Just like Melania, have almost four noble phantasms. He has Oath Keeper as one, Oblivion as another. <laughs> so, now, <laughs> just now, um, now the story. Let's get into the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go. Let me go ahead and say this because there's already one like edit. At jump, already got something to say. Uh, at jump, all right. So, newly born Roxas, discovered in Twilight Town by Zemnis, he recruits him as the thirteenth member of the organization. Thirteen, you know, the uh, key of destiny, will their light. Um, he pretty much controls the Ceremony and all that. The Ceremony nobodies, and unlike other nobodies, Roxas lacks memories of his original self because you know Sora. And develops a personality of his own as time passes. And right there, I was sitting here thinking, why does this kid have more personality than the protagonist? That part. <laughs> God, y'all built the character to have more person. Uh, he's he's a more solid character than honestly Sora and Riku combined. Because honestly, it's like Sora to me. All I'm just thinking like this ball of light that's all about power, friendship. And then here comes Riku, who's pretty much this emo kid that have a boner for darkness. But then there's Roxas to where it's like he's in between. But at the same time, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to be my own person. That's it. Right there. I just want to be my own person. Right there. I was like, boom. How did you? Ooh. That's like, uh. like one of my favorite characters into it because he was the first like main character that wasn't like, oh, I have a chosen. I'm going to follow through my chosen destiny. Roxas fought against his chosen destiny. Everyone else is like, I'm just going to go with it. Oh, this is what I have to do. I'm just going to go with it. Roxas was like, man, forget that. Like, that's not what I choose to do. I'm going to do my own thing. And literally fought against it multiple times. Every opportunity chance he got, he fought against it. And just to give a little bit, because honestly, with three, five, eight over two days, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like once you pretty much go to world to world, it's like the same thing. But yeah. essentially, Roxas is sent on daily missions to other worlds to destroy these vast quantities of Heartless and release the stolen hearts with his Keyblade. You know, same thing Sora was doing. Um, he's been tutored by Axel. He eventually gets partnered up with Xion, who is a 14th member inducted into the series. Now, at first, you were thinking, why is there a 14th member in Organization 13? But when you get to the near end, you find out that there's a reason why she, the one that no one likes to really talk about, for say, like, I mean, we like Xion, but I'm just saying, like, uh, there's a reason why uh, she's not really part of the 13. And when you do find out, it's like, wow, that's kind of fucked up and kind of traitorous. <laughs> But I mean, they bad guys, so it's understandable. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so over time, she undeveloped this friendship with Roxas and Axel, eating the sea salt ice cream. That bruh, that sounds good right now. Just eating like sea salt ice cream. <laughs> but uh, they eat this ice cream over the uh, clock tower of Twilight Town. Then soon, she falls into a coma after failing to eliminate Riku, and it was Riku who showed up with the headband over his eyes, telling her that her keyblade is a sham, it's worthless. They're like, who are you to say that my keyblade is a sham? I was like, hey, I'm an actual keyblade wielder. I can say that. <laughs> uh, but 
like Rasta, she has vision of Sora after waking. So essentially, Shion and Roxas is starting to piece together that they are not exactly who they thought they were. They were trying to question their own existence. And they Shion eventually started to distance herself from Roxas and Axel to learn more about herself. But she eventually finds out that she's an artificial replica created as a failsafe for Roxas. So see right there, that's why there's like there's still 13, but that 14th member was really a matter of Shion being created by Vexen to take over Roxas to pretty much make their own version of Sora. So now let me ask you all this. Uh what do you think they was the organization 13 was gonna do with a copy of Sora? Like open up Kingdom Hearts so that way they can become whole people. So here's like, the thing. pretty much well, th- this is something that's always confused me into this one. So in every chance we've got an explanation of why it is the bad guys are trying to open up Kingdom Hearts. The nobodies are trying to open up Kingdom Hearts because they're trying to become whole again. Like mm-hmm. they're naturally fading from existence. Their hearts have been stripped away from their bodies. They become an empty husk. And if they don't do something, they will eventually fade away into nothingness. <clears throat> and only if you have a strong enough will to live, in a sense, does your body wind up staying. And if your will is extremely strong and you have a very strong connection to your heart, then you will still retain what's supposed to be your normal body as well, too. Albeit maybe some modifications may have, <clears throat> you know, whether you have extra tattoos that weren't there before your hair is longer i'm still questioning axel quite a bit <laughs> because apparently when, when he died he did not have those tattoos when he, his hair was definitely was definitely shorter but then when he came back then all of a sudden like oh he kept the long hair he kept the tattoos so did you just tattoo your body he's like oh my i'm a heartless soul but i'm gonna go get some new tats on this body while i'm still here i don't know just, just saying but we get the understanding nobody's want Kingdom Hearts because they want to get their heart back. Heartless search for Kingdom Hearts because, like Talos mentioned, it is the purgatory that all hearts go to. It is literally when your heart, once a heart has been, whether succumbed to darkness or is still embodied by light, it still goes to that whence it came, like Dark Anson mentioned in Kingdom Hearts 1. This is where all hearts return to whence they came. They all still try to go back and return to Kingdom Hearts. I still don't understand what was the end goal for Xehanort to open up Kingdom Hearts. It's understanding that his heartless wants to go to Kingdom Hearts. It's understanding that his nobody wants to open up Kingdom Hearts. But I don't get why he had such a big goal to want to op- to get into Kingdom Hearts himself. Like, And he did. He opened up Kingdom Hearts. What was the point? But it's one of those cases that you kind of question a lot about it. And I didn't really start questioning this until I went back and played, you know, three, five, eight days over two, because then you find out more about the artificial where you're like, hold on. So nobodies are able to form their own hearts in a sense, because Xion is an artificial being that developed her own heart. Roxas being a, just a, a body without a soul in a sense, developed his own emotions. And it becomes more questionable, but you don't realize until you start playing 358 today is more and you're like, they created their own hearts. What was it? I'm confused what the end goal of this is supposed to be. <laughs> oh, Moses, definitely. I, I, I'm agreeing with that because, okay, while now I'm going to be real with you, I still, you know, still play, just play through story, look through story and everything. I still mm-hmm. don't understand what's his reason for opening Kingdom Hearts. Never. St- just you know, just really, 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 really do not understand that concept right now because honestly, it it, it just seems like, and some people might get upset with me for this. Seems like you know, uh, Xehanort is on some uh, is on some Sosuke eyes and BS. Being real with you, being real with you, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, Kingdom Heart, Kingdom Hearts really was getting starting to be like you know some uh some 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 bleach around these parts because uh dead serious like I ain't gonna lie you know 
you you have the you have the nobodies who seeming like the visors. Like it's only difference is just that nobody's you know, nobody's went to their whole evil route of things, but it's just like like I said, they're seeming like visors. And you got Xehanort who is well not really they're not really visors. I'm gonna say they're more so the hollows, you know, in the Iran car and the spotters. And it's like you know, you got Xehanort seem like he playing them because truthfully, I I'm, I want to say Kingdom Hearts itself may be, you know, technically like the Soul King. And he's, he's, he's just trying to get the power. <laughs> you know, like that's just how it's seeming because truth to be honest, which even if you're going through the story and I know story needs to be fleshed out a little more. It really does not makes sense when you go through 358 over 2 because as you, as it's shown Shion is artificial but she created her own heart so basically she's a nobody who has a heart of her own that was never really shattered it's true <clears throat> and the same thing happened to Nominee also yep hold on hold on Hold on, pause, 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 because there's just a lot that I got to say at this point. First of all, first of all, the concept of Kingdom Hearts, I'm just now realizing, you know how some people say that energy cannot be created or destroyed? That's pretty much a law of science. Yeah. That's pretty much how uh, they pretty much treating hearts to where even if you die, your heart goes to Kingdom Hearts. So you're never really dead, almost like an MCU kind of thing. So you're never really dead. And then... With Xehanort, his motive, I'm thinking, like, okay, not to defend him too much, but I'm just saying, unless Kingdom Hearts 4 or later installments further explain it, because uh, with Missing, well, not Missing Link, uh, I think Dark Road to a degree, and also uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, between those two things, I would say maybe we'll get a better answer then, but otherwise, yeah, at this point, we just don't know what then or uh, mode to open in it. And then, if you're talking about if Kingdom Hearts is more like Bleach, I would say uh, with Sora and Riku, they're both pretty much treated as the protagonist, uh, like two people as one protagonist. Yeah. And while Sora has the protagonist energy, would that make Riku Ichigo? Because this dude is a Keyblade Master, a Dream Eater, so much shit in one person. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> Technically, like, Look, I can see it. Look, but see, here's the thing. Riku was marked for destiny, and Tara knew that when we first met him. Which we'll get into in Birth by Sleep. But <clears throat> Riku was marked for destiny. Tara knew as soon as he saw him, he said this kid had immense power. It's a Star Wars reference here, and beyond. <laughs> it's the fucking yeah, Anakin Star Wars. There's, there's a Star Wars reference here, <laughs> too. Hey, I, hey, then I say in the last part, um, then the Zen or whatever is yeah. more like the Palpatine of his. Yeah. Is. He is. And so, literally, Riku was marked for destiny. It was the same thing that happened to Anakin. They're like, well, how about um, the stuff? And it's like, you know, how in tune is he with the Force? They said his levels is the highest we have ever seen. <laughs> He's supposed to be, like, so in tune. But you wind up taking who is supposed to be the strongest and who is supposed to be the strongest character. You put him in, in a dark mode. You, you make him choose the side of dark for whatever reason whether it be betrayal or friendship, whatever the case may be. And therefore, it winds up changing. So that's the reason why Riku is pretty much into all, is of all of that. Riku has the ability to be one of the, to be, yeah, I'm going to say one of, the strongest Keyblade wielders. He's supposed to be, if he was actually done correctly, well, if I say done correctly, but had he chosen the side of light and then properly trained into it and stayed with it, he would have been stronger than Roxas was. But <clears throat> he would have been. That's why I said would. But you got to keep in mind onto this. Riku was still struggling himself between light and darkness the whole time. So when Riku wound up fighting Roxas later on, and he's like, I just need to get my friend back. He was still so in tune 
with the darkness, even though he was trying to come back to the light, that even the real Anson wound up telling him that himself. He's like, you're constantly fighting this light and dark inside of you. You're going to have to choose. That's the only way that you're going to win. You can't play both sides. Um, so, oh, real quick, real quick, I want I want to throw this out here before I let y'all continue. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out here real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna use this term for those of y'all that love charm. Power three. For those of y'all that don't, for those of y'all that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do this one more time. Terra Ventus Aqua. Axel, Shion, Roxas, Sora, Riku, Kyrie. Does anybody not see the Naruto vibe here, or is it just <laughs> me? Because for some reason, no, no, no. this thing always ends up in threes, don't it? <laughs> no, no, no. What about the three masters, uh, Erika's and the two others? Exactly. Who's saying? saying Nor and Yin Sid. That's that's, that's saying, actually on purpose. That's on purpose. That's a big thing in Japan. <laughs> that's a really big thing in Japan is the power of three. Actually, no, my bad. Let me backtrack. I'm gonna just mention this really quick. Um, I'm not a philosophy major, but I have studied a lot in philosophy, um, especially when I've been um because I'm working on an article right now, and as Jet Black knows, I'm working on an article right now about alchemy. Mm-hmm. And Alchemy dates back to a lot of different things, Christianity, um, the Egyptian mythologies, uh, like all the, all the different legends and stuff. So literally the power of three is something that has been instilled not since the beginning of time, per se, as far as like scientifically explained, but in most in almost every religion. Everything yeah. becomes in multiples of threes. The reason being is because there is always supposed to be a side of light a side of dark and someone in between to make the decision. So is, is always oh, supposed to be at that unbalanced scale. Like it's supposed to be like the, the fucking, I forgot which, um, um, astrology sign is the scale, but Libra, I think is it Libra. Yes. Libra. Yeah. So like, there's a scale. There's the one that's tilts to the left ones that tilts to the right. But the third power is the scale itself the one who actually balances both light and dark and is the median that makes a decision of whether something should go left or something should go right. You see this in every single religion. And so that is a big thing. So they actually did that on purpose. You'll see it also in anime, not just in Naruto. You see it in like tons of anime. Like Mm -hmm. anytime someone goes into a battle, there's always three major points. There's the manga guy, the main bad guy, and then the situation that happens in the middle. Whether the situation could take the role of a person or of an entire city or whatever the case may be, there's always a role of three. That's it always happens. Bruh. So that is Bruh. that's on purpose. It's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like I like how you said that because two things. One, as soon as you mentioned alchemy, like it was just gonna be a running joke uh, for myself. But Kokumi Gatsu, our mutual friend Joiner, I was talking oh. to her, and essentially when I was uh, explaining about the 3D printing, by the way, ladies and gentlemen listening, visit zealousofentertainment.com if you would like anything 3D printed from yours truly. Uh, she, when we were talking, uh, I was telling her that, okay, I need to work on these 3D prints because uh, I'm thinking that I need to do the recording. You know how we were talking about how we got to make measurements on different models and everything and it's kind of like an art and a science trying to do these 3d prints by the same time record uh the progress and everything and then she brought up a question like isn't that alchemy and i was like you know what it kind of is <laughs> so i was like bro like i, I kind of roll around like oh i'm an alchemist now <laughs> but hey all science second- <laughs> yeah yeah true 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 but the second thing is I like how you said um, all three um, coming in threes, considering that my full name is Urban Lee Johnson the third. So I guess third time to charm. <laughs> it tends to happen sometimes, man. You think about it like we look at kings, the most notables are usually in multiples of threes. If they're not in multiples of threes, they usually did something really fucked up. 
<laughs> so the other person does it right. <laughs> it's like I guess. I was like, hey, well, I guess greatness is my birthright. <laughs> Which is how it works. I don't know, man. It just happens. But yeah, so no, it is on purpose onto that one. Um, but as far as into, I know the original question also, why was there that, like what they have done with Sora? Well, keep in mind that, because I, I had mentioned that I don't know what Xehanort's real plan about opening up Kingdom Hearts was. We really don't know. Hopefully Dark Road yeah. comes out later this year will finally explain that shit. So then, who knows? Um, yeah. But the reason being is because, and they, they touch base on it in 3Ds, that Sora is a very key part in them being able to form the Keyblade, and I say it that way on purpose, as y'all know what I mean by that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that way he can properly open up Kingdom Hearts, because Sora is the key that connects all. He is a, he's the person who is supposed to be on the seven lights of good, but also did serve for a brief moment a role of also the 13 hearts of dark. He winds up being that middle balance scale, not just in Kyrie when she was a princess. And even though they completely abandoned that storyline after Kingdom Hearts 1, which is funny to me, but <laughs> when she was the princess and then Riku winds up being the complete ultimate dark, you know, actually becoming Ansem and stuff and, Sora winds up being that scale that balances both. And it's like, it's based upon choices, but as long as I choose my friends, I'll be fine. Whatever the fuck, you know, power friendship shit. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> that's what the purpose of for him. You need the part of the, uh, part of the original thing. What was that? Masters of Ma that the master of masters had explained and put inside his book was that the door to kingdom hearts will open up when seven lights of good collide with seven, um, Darks like seven of the uh, thirteen of darkness, and what happened is is that there had to be one key role player in the middle. And Xehanort failed at that when he tried to put Ventus in that, and he found out that Ventus was just not it. However, it was his heartless and his nobody when they both encountered Sora that they found out that Sora while also being able to embody not just his heart, but Ventus's heart, embody Roxas's heart, embody Shion's heart, and for a brief moment, embody Kyrie's heart, wound up being that balancing scale. So that's why he was so key important. And so Xemnas tried to realize this by using Roxas, because since Roxas is Sora's nobody, it was like, we can have him on our side, and that would be the 13 darkness. So we can open up the kingdom hearts. But it failed because you didn't need one half of Sora. You needed the whole Sora to do so, which briefly got solved when young Xehanort wound up doing so, which we also found out in 3Ds. We'll talk about it later on, too. Young Xehanort is the reason that, that Xemnas went and found the 13 people anyway. <laughs> It was all him. Young Xehanort started it all. Some bullshit. I was going to insert a Star Wars joke real quick. I was going to be like, you were the chosen one. And I'm like, no, there is another. Look, we want to talk about who's the eyes. Like, you know, literally, the Aizen of the show, and I know Talos mentioned in the last part, is definitely Xehanort. Fucking time travel shit just made it even worse. Yeah. I arranged everything. <laughs> yes. I did it. From the very beginning, I know who you are. I made sure that you came to be. <laughs> it's like, why did you make the only person that was supposed to beat you? Because you were the only person that I would need to achieve my goal. Okay, I guess that makes sense. And Hold you're the fuck up. But you're also the person like, to make the key. <laughs> yeah, like like I mentioned before, like this kind of sounded like uh, he who remains from Loki, where he pretty much paved the road and you just walked down it. Yep. Mm. Or, or even yeah, if you haven't seen Big Mouth, like um, Big Mouth, you find out the main character was is actually the big boss of everything. <laughs> oh yeah, like I watched the new season and it turns out like yeah, you pretty much uh the story of Big Mouth is a narration of Nick's life, 
And it's like, why would you do this? I was like, bro, like, why, why, why did you do it? You're the one doing it. He said, what are you talking about? So all this is something you pre-written? No. He holds up the script. See, nothing's written here. It's blank until we speak. See, there's what you said. There's what I said. Yeah. Right. So right there, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yo, uh, let me go ahead and try to get more context <laughs> on the story itself, so, and we'll go ahead and close it out. So it seems. So what? I'm saying, what else is there? The story is about rocks. Oh, yeah, I know, but like, just uh, hold on, just bear with me. So. By now, we know that Xion and Roxas is questioning their own existence. Uh, Xion leaves the organization, and as soon as... Well, hold on, my bad. Uh, I kind of uh, skipped a little bit. So she was torn between staying with her friends and merging with Sora as per Riku's advice. But ultimately, she decided to leave the uh, organization and before she starts uh, siphoning Roxas' train. And... Roxas lets Xion escape, and that makes, uh, I mean, Axel allows Xion to escape, but loses Roxas' trust as a result. So upon learning Xion's identity from Xemnas, Roxas starts to question his own identity, and then he leaves the organization to search for answers, leaving Axel, leaving all rejected, like, uh, nobody would miss me. I was like, that's not true. I would. <laughs> <laughs> and then at Twilight Town, she attacks Roxas, um, revealing herself to say that, okay, this is my purpose. I have to absorb you into me to become a perfect copy of Sora. Uh, Roxas defeats Xion. You have that tearful goodbye and shit. And then it's like, oh my God, here comes the emotional damage. <laughs> and as her last request, Roxas goes to the world that never was to try to confront Xemnas and try to defeat him just to find out that he was being stopped by Riku, who was supposed to capture Roxas by order of um, Diz and to resume Sora's memory restoration process. So Roxas tried to overpower Riku, but Riku released the darkness uh, suppressed within him, giving him uh, the power necessary to re- to um, capture Roxas, but it also gave him that physical form of Xehanort's heartless Ansem. So, once Roxas was captured, uh, Diz inserts Roxas into a virtual simulation of Twilight Town without any of his memories of the organization so that Roxas may eventually merge with <laughs> Sora. And that's it. Enter Kingdom Hearts Coded Part Prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me be honest on this, man. Riku cheap shot at that ass. <laughs> Roxas, my, even when you whether you play with Roxas or not, or just decide to watch the video that they uh, watched the three the 3D animated video, which was so fucking gorgeous, by the way. It like was. that whole fight scene, that oh, sad cinematography was just gorgeous. Just seeing Roxas and Riku fight each other while fighting all the Neo shadows, and then just. <sighs> Roxas mopped the float that ass. <laughs> and then Riku just cheap then Riku cheap shot it. Just fuck it. It was an ass. Darn his attack. Darn his attack. What? Huh? <laughs> Roxas is like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, you cheated, motherfucker. <laughs> Total ass pool. That's all that was. I mean, he got the job done. So I'll put it this way. If Riku was an assassin, technically there's no rules, bro. There's, there's no cheating because there was no rules. It was a fight to the death, and you lost, bro. It was a fight to whoever got unconscious, and Nothing I'm still true. conscious. He was unconscious. Exactly, like that's just it is what it is, dog. Like, but on some realness, on some actual fighting type shit, Roxas whooped that ass. Riku definitely cheap shot it. That's just how it works. And I love both characters. I love both characters, but that was still a cheap shot. Just realistic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, Talos, uh, you got any final remarks on three five eight over two days? <clears throat> nope, not at all. <laughs> no. And all seriousness, uh, everything is really, really good. Like, um, I love it. You know, I really do. I love it. Uh, okay. 
Well, only final remarks I have is love yourself. Don't be afraid if you have questions. If you have questions, everybody has questions. Don't be afraid to try to find some answers. Sometimes the answers you may find may not be what you want it to be, but it doesn't mean that it's not what you need it to be. Keep that in mind. Things are not always going to make you happy, but seeing the truth can make you happy in the long run. So stay true to yourself, love yourself, and with that, continue to be the best you that you can be. Yeah. That's all you can do. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, all I've got to say to that is, you know, continue to be a pillar of hope. Don't succumb to darkness. And to take a note from Luna Lovegood's page from Harry Potter, when you're feeling lost or confused or if you're looking for something, sometimes you find it when you're not really looking for it. True. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like some of the answers, like for real, like sometimes I'd be so lost and confused and I'd be wondering, uh, how can I figure my way out of this problem? And then it's usually when I'm not even thinking about it then I come across a situation or some new information where I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah. So just keep in mind, sometimes don't bang your head against the wall too hard if you don't have it all figured out right then and there because sometimes the answer will come to you in time. But until the next episode, you stay nerdy, my friends. Great things are coming, and we are zoning out. Peace, y'all.